Join us at the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies. Hey, everyone, I'm your host, Anonymous Number One. And I'm your host, Anonymous Number Two. Before we get started, make sure you're following us on Instagram and TikTok at the Movies Podcast to stay updated on future episodes and for a chance to interact with us. Exactly. And for any new listeners here, we release two new episodes each week. Thursdays are dedicated to Thriller Thursday, where we review our favorite and least favorite thrillers. And Sunday, we alternate between Spooky Sunday, which is all about horror movies, and Sunday Funday, where we talk about our life experiences. You don't want to miss an episode. And also, don't forget to stick around till the very end if you want to hear our funny bloopers. Yes, literally the best part. So, if you've been listening to us for a while now, then you know that today is another Thriller Thursday episode. Woo! Now, we are so, so, so excited about today's episode because we are going to be reviewing a new movie that was just released to Netflix on May 14th. And like Anonymous 2 said, we also feel like this is literally such a good time to review this movie because it's brand new, so Mm -hmm. everyone is probably just starting to watch it, and many people have probably not seen it yet, so that's why you have to listen to this episode. Exactly. (laughs) So with that being said, the thriller movie that we're going to be reviewing today is, drumroll please, The Woman in the Window. Woo! Now, as we said, this movie was literally just released, and it stars famous actress Amy Adams with supporting roles from Julian Moore, Wyatt Russell, Gary Oldman, Tracy Letts, Jennifer Leigh, and Fred Hitchinger. I really hope I said that right. (laughs) I mean, that was pretty good for the most part. I feel like it's German. I feel like the last name's German. Hitchinger? We'll leave it at that. Now, before we dive into the plot of this movie, we kind of wanted to do a little pre-film on our initial thoughts before we actually watch the movie. Now, we think this will be super fun to compare how we felt before the movie to how we felt afterwards because we've obviously never seen this movie and I feel like we've seen most of the movies before we review them for an episode. So I feel like this is kind of like a different and unique scenario. Yeah, agreed. And I feel like we also both have pretty high expectations going into watching this movie and we also haven't watched it yet. We're gonna just film this really quick or I guess record, you'd say. (laughs) Pre-film this. And then we're gonna quickly go watch it and then we'll be back to record the rest. Exactly. So like I was saying, there's literally been so much buzz about it and I feel like it was actually supposed to be released in 2020, but it got pushed to 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's why our expectations are also so high, especially because we've been just waiting for it for so long. Exactly. I 100% agree. And honestly, with that, I'll also say that the trailer looked so good and so intriguing. So good. Literally so good. (gasps) And honestly, this movie has such a good cast that we both think that this might be one of our top picks for favorite thriller movies. It actually, it could be. It very well could be. I'm so excited to watch it. I know. Literally same here. So I guess with that being said, let's guess what our ratings are going to be after watching this movie. Okay. So I guess I'll go first from Anonymous 2 here. And I honestly think that I am going to be rating this movie a 9 out of 10 or Mm -hmm. even above. Just from my my overall expectations. Do you know what? I actually have the same rating. (laughs) Haha, shocker. (laughs) Um, But honest to God though, like I feel like a 9 or even maybe a 9.5, I could totally see. Like based on the trailer, 
trailer and like what we've heard about it yeah. so far it just looks it like good acting too really and good. just like a Agreed. good plot for sure Anyway, so now that we've made our predictions for the first time ever for this format, for this podcast, we're going to go watch the movie and then we're going to jump right into the plot after we're done with watching this movie. Exactly. All right, so we're back now. And for you listening, it might feel like a quick second, but for us, it was actually like two hours. Yeah. So we just finished watching the movie and we're going to be jumping into the plot, our likes and dislikes, and just a little bit of a discussion. And then exactly. our ratings too. So exactly. Keep Stay listening. Tuned. All right, so diving right into the plot, this movie starts out with a woman named Anna who is in her home speaking to her therapist, Dr. Landy. Now, Dr. Landy asks her how she's been doing and you soon discover that Anna is agoraphobic so essentially Anna has a fear of leaving her house and going outside in general and she hasn't left her house in 10 months now Anna is obviously on a lot of medication to help with her anxiety disorder and her therapist tells her that she should not drink while she's taking these meds So later that same day, Anna calls her husband and daughter to update him about her day. And it's soon revealed that Anna and her husband are separated and that her daughter lives with him. But they both still talk every day because he wants to make sure that Anna is doing okay. Exactly. And on top of that, Anna also tells her husband that new neighbors have just moved in across the street from her house. And in fact, later that night, a teenage boy rings her doorbell. So Anna is super hesitant at first because she obviously doesn't trust people easily, but he tells her that he is her new neighbor called Ethan and she lets him in inside. Exactly. So when she lets him inside, Ethan gives her a candle that his mom told him to bring to her and they end up talking for a bit and eventually after some time he leaves. So the next day, we end up meeting Anna's tenant, who's a young man named David, who's actually renting her basement. So David reminds Anna that tonight is Halloween, and she tells him that she's just going to pretend that she's not home so that no one bothers her. However, later that night, Anna is woken up to kids throwing eggs at her home, and basically she decides to open the door and tell them to leave, but she ends up fainting because of her fear of the outside. Exactly. So when Anna wakes up, a blonde woman is hovering over her and asking if she is okay. So the woman ends up revealing that she's also her new neighbor called Jane and the mom of the boy named Ethan who visited Anna earlier. So the two of them end up having a long conversation about Anna's mental health and Jane's poor relationship with her husband. And eventually Jane ends up leaving for the night. So the next night, Anna hears screams coming from across the street and ends up calling Ethan to see what's happening. He is super hesitant on the phone and says that everything is fine, but Anna looks out the window to see Jane leaving in distress. Exactly. So later that night, Ethan actually ends up coming over and breaks down to Anna about his dad being super stressed out. So essentially, Anna asks Ethan if his mom Jane is okay because she obviously heard the screams coming from their house and he says that everything fine. And when he leaves that night, Anna tells Ethan that he's always welcome to come over anytime because she's actually a child psychologist and works with a lot of kids. Yeah. So later that same night, Anna wakes up and ends up looking out the window to see Jane being stabbed. So obviously she ends up calling the police about this and actually ends up running outside to try to save Jane. But all of a sudden she faints again because obviously she hasn't been outside in so long and ends up waking up to the police and the husband from next door who are standing over top of her. Mm-hmm. So Anna asks what happened to Jane and the husband says that she has never met his wife. So Anna said that she knows 
what she saw and that she saw someone kill her when suddenly a woman walks in claiming to be his wife Jane and the husband's son Ethan also says that Anna has never met Jane. So at this point, Anna is convinced that something is wrong and there's something sus happening here mm -hmm. and that she clearly didn't make this whole story up. So basically, she decides to investigate this the next day and she ends up calling the dad's work and discovers that he actually left his job in Boston after a woman named Pam was murdered. And so the dad had no choice but to transfer to a new job in Manhattan. So trying to dig deeper, Anna ends up going to the basement to ask David if he's ever met the neighbor's wife because he's actually been working for the dad mm -hmm. a little bit but David says that he's never actually met her. So the next morning while Anna is trying to feed her cat named Punch, so cute <laughs> she notices that the cat is missing. She ends up finding the cat in the basement where David actually lives and she finds him underneath his bed. However while she's in the basement she ends up finding the earring that belonged to the original Jane mm -hmm. because she actually remembers it from that night she came over because Jane was wearing those earrings exactly so Anna obviously runs upstairs and she sees Ethan outside and basically asks him to come inside to investigate the situation further mm -hmm. and so Anna asks him why he lied to the police saying that she had never met his mom and he pretty much tells her that she is confused and that she never met her but he looks very suspicious so Anna says that she knows something is wrong and asks why the son is protecting his dad. But Ethan says that he can't tell her and suddenly his dad barges into her house and slaps him in the face. Crazy. So crazy. So the dad tells Anna that she needs to stop talking to his son immediately and he basically tells her that she's messing with the wrong family and he leaves her house. So that same night, Anna receives an email from an unknown account and it ends up being a picture of her sleeping. So basically Ew. someone took a picture while she was yeah. sleeping. So it means someone was in her house. Mm -hmm. And basically a detective ends up coming over that night and Anna explains that the only person that has the key to the house is David, which is her tenant. So when David ends up coming home, the detectives question him about the neighbors and he says that he has never met the neighbor's wife, but Anna insists that the wife, aka Jane's earring, was in the basement and precisely in David's bedroom where he lives. Mm -hmm. So David denies this and tells her that the earring actually belonged to a woman named Katie who stayed over last week. And the next part we're going to be talking about is actually going to be a spoiler. So if you don't want to listen to this, maybe just skip ahead. Or if you want to listen to this, then make sure you stay tuned. So Anna tells the detectives that if her husband were here, he would obviously believe her. But suddenly the detectives tell her that her family is dead. So a flashback then occurs where she is driving her family home during a snowstorm. And Anna is basically having a conversation with her husband about the fact that they're probably going to get a divorce. Because at the time, I think Anna was having an affair on her husband. When suddenly Anna's phone rings and while trying to reach for it, Anna swerves off the road mm -hmm. essentially killing her daughter and husband which is so sad Awful. but pretty much from this situation we can assume that this is why she has not left the house in 10 months exactly 
So the detectives end up telling Anna that she's obviously having a really hard time coping with the situation and they believe that she imagined meeting the neighbor's wife just like she imagines talking to her family every day. They also tell her that her meds can also cause hallucinations which would make sense as to why she's imagining these things. Exactly. And also because she also drinks on them and she's not supposed to so I think that's another reason too. Exactly. So essentially the next day Anna meets with her therapist and tells him that she's not been taking her medications properly and has been drinking quite a lot and he pretty much tells her that she needs to start taking her meds properly. Then later that day, Anna feels very hopeless and makes a video on her phone about how she wants to commit suicide because she can never forgive herself for what happened. But she decides that she's going to wait until the next day until David leaves because she doesn't want anybody to blame him for her death. Mm Mm-hmm. So later that night, Anna wakes up and decides to look through her computer at the photos she has been taking throughout, like, the days or whatever. Yeah. And she actually looks at one of the pictures from the night where she supposedly met the neighbor's wife, Jane, and it's actually a picture of her cat sitting next to a wine glass. However, in the reflection of the wine glass is the original neighbor's wife, Jane, and it is her. Like, it actually is fully her, and you fully see her reflection in it. So, it's not... Yeah, it's not fake. She hasn't been imagining things. Exactly. So, Anna calls David to come and take a look at the picture, and when he looks at the picture, he tells Anna that this woman is named Katie. We mentioned that right before this. Yeah. And she is actually the birth mother of Ethan. David also mentions that Katie spent the night downstairs in the basement with him a week ago, which is why her earring was in the basement. So David reveals to Anna that Katie actually told him that she left Ethan when he was an eight-month-old baby and disappeared. And apparently, Katie was busted for doing meth and was taken to a prison. So the dad basically took Ethan to Manhattan to hide from Katie. However, she eventually found out where they were living, hence why she's been talking to them this whole time. So Anna says that she wants David to go to the police with her so that they can finally believe that she's not imagining things, but David declines. Also, just a disclaimer, this is the main spoiler of the movie, so if you don't want to listen, skip ahead a couple minutes to our likes and dislikes section. So as David is leaving, she ends up hearing a crash in the other room, and when she goes to investigate, she ends up finding Ethan in her home, standing there with a knife. And basically, he ended up killing David. (gasps) I know, it's crazy. So basically, Ethan said that he killed David because he deserved it for sleeping with his mom and kicking her out. And he also tells her that he killed his dad's assistant, Pam. And we can assume that's why they ended up moving to Manhattan. And on top of this, Ethan also explains that when he moved in, he ended up talking to the real estate agent who told him all about Anna's past. And he decided that she would be his perfect next target because she obviously was so vulnerable. And on top of this, he also reveals that he actually killed his mom because she was never around and how he's planning on killing Anna because she couldn't be there for her child either. Which is so crazy. So insane. So essentially, he's going to get away with this terrible plan because he ended up stealing Anna's phone while she was asleep and found the tape of her talking about her suicide plans. So basically, Ethan is going to try to make it look like she killed David and then killed herself. Yeah. He then holds a knife up to her and tells Anna to kill herself by overdosing on her medication. Mm-hmm. 
So Anna actually ends up taking her wine bottle pretending to drink it but actually smashes it across Ethan's head and tries to escape as quick as she can and this is where she's actually running up to the roof and ends up going outside for the first time since the family's accident. Yeah, exactly. So Ethan obviously runs outside after her and ends up stabbing her in the face with a garden tool, which is such a disgusting scene. Oh my and god, it's so weird. <laughs> I know, literally. And thinking quick, Anna throws him off of her and ends up pushing him through the glass ceiling of the roof where he falls through to his death. Does he actually die? Yeah, he does. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't really explained. It was just oh. kind of... Oh, no, no, actually, no, no. He I does think it. They, yeah, no, he does. He does because the police, oh, I remember, really? the police visit her in the hospital the next day and they're like, yeah, he's dead. Oh, really? So weird. So the next morning, Anna wakes up in a hospital bed where she is being treated for her wounds. She is greeted by the detective who tells her that she is right about everything and that he is so sorry that he didn't believe her. So the movie then flashes to nine months later where Anna is seen moving out of her home and she seems to be doing much better mentally and is now able to go outside again to enjoy herself and enjoy her life. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to be moving on to our likes and dislikes section where we're going to be discussing things we liked about the movie and things we didn't like so much. Exactly. So I guess I'll start things off with the likes. So for me, Anonymous 2, I would say that one of the things I liked about this movie was kind of just the overall idea of the plot. Mm -hmm. So honestly, this movie kind of reminded me a little bit of Invisible Man in the sense that in Invisible Man, no one believes Cecilia because everyone thought she was like out of her mind and taking yeah. a lot of medications mm -hmm. and it was kind of similar to this movie and how she was obviously taking medications for her anxiety and it right. caused hallucinations when she mixed her drinks so I thought that was kind of cool I liked that kind of style of plot because like I said in Invisible Man it's kind of like the audience and the main character against yeah. everyone else and I kind of like that like we're on the main character side and we're rooting for them for and sure. like we know they're innocent so that was definitely one of the things that I liked about this movie um, I would say another thing that I liked about the film was the various twists that were like involved throughout so I guess I'll talk about the first one in that Katie was actually the birth mother and that Jane was actually the husband's wife so originally when I was watching the trailer I thought that Jane I thought that the new wife was going to be like a setup and that Jane mm -hmm. the original mom was actually the mother which I mean she was the birth mother but she was not in the picture yeah. and I didn't suspect that Jane was actually like his wife like I thought she was like a cover-up so I thought that that was cool that it was revealed that she was actually the birth mother and then also I really liked the twist that revealed that Anna's family was actually dead and I thought that this was a good twist because it really tied into her not being credible and I feel like it also made the audience think oh well maybe Anna's not telling the truth and maybe it's actually all in her, her head so I thought that that was really cool for like not revealing what the twist was gonna be at the very end how it was Ethan and kind of just left this on a little bit of a cliff Hanger. You know, I guessed that her family was dead. Really? I literally. I I thought so. I thought I literally was, said I to my mom. Was I was like, up. I was like, watch. I bet you the family's dead. And um, they literally go, your family's dead. And I was like, oh. okay, how did I literally guess that? <laughs> um, That's so funny. I feel like I there was definitely something sus because I was like, why are they not? There like, was something. If, very I was like, weird. why are they talking every day? But like, you're not allowed to like. Sh why is she not allowed to see her daughter? Like, she's not like I dangerous. Know. You know. I know. Anyways, so what about you, Anonymous One? 
honestly for this movie i liked the acting a lot i thought the mm-hmm. acting was honestly pretty good for the most, yeah, part. For the most part i mean amy adams is such like a oh, great actress she's amazing so and I julianne moore I like oh julianne and julianne moore i love her too love her. oh my god I feel like she's so very good. like sexy mysterious vibes. i feel that i feel that and what i was gonna say is this movie when julianne moore and amy adams were like talking together in the kitchen it reminded me of a simple favor for some reason i don't know <gasps> oh why oh my gosh don't i you think completely so? agree I completely like i agree. just got that vibe where it's like you know how like um blake lively was a little bit like crazy in yep. the movie and like anna kendrick was kind of like amy adams innocent, but like i don't like, know innocent exactly yeah. but i don't know that's just what it reminded me of but other than that i liked I mean, to be honest with you, there aren't many likes, and I think it's <laughs> kind of a first, but, or not really, but I, I liked, like, the originality of the plot, I liked the actual storyline, like, yeah. I, I liked the idea, I didn't like the mm-hmm. storyline, but I liked yeah. the idea, and I thought it was such a cool idea, but so much more could have been done. Agreed. That's what 100%. I'm gonna say, but other than that, it's... It's just a very generic movie, I feel like. Yeah, it's definitely not one that I would, like, go back there's to not, watch. There's not, there's not, like, a lot of things that stand out that you're like, oh my god, I like that so much, you know what I mean? It's just very, like, I agree. basic. I agree, 100%. And I mean, I also did like the, the ending in the sense, because she did yeah. get the closure, and, like, she actually was mm-hmm. able to go outside, which I was like, yes, amazing, yeah, I'm exactly. so happy for you. And obviously, I also love the cat, so. <laughs> oh my god, I love Punch, shout out Punch. So cute, shout out Punch. <laughs> such a cutie but anyways i think now we're gonna be moving on to our dislikes because i think that's where we have a lot of more things to say exactly so anonymous 2 why don't you take it away of course so honestly i guess i'll just start out by saying that i mean we already mentioned this in the beginning but we both had such high expectations mm-hmm. for this movie and i feel like they weren't really met which is quite unfortunate because we're so all. excited and so i guess i'll just start things off so i guess one of the things i didn't like like so much was kind of like the acting around the end i feel like throughout the movie it was like pretty solid acting and very like mysterious nothing to complain about but i honestly found that when ethan revealed that he was actually like evil and had evil intentions his acting like just wasn't didn't meet the mark for me like honestly i didn't really believe his character and i feel like his maybe like the actor in general didn't really mesh well with the villain role like i honestly feel like he was so much better suited to that innocent kind of role i feel like at being evil i just wasn't convinced and i wasn't really that scared like i was kind of like okay like cool do you know what it wasn't that alarming it's similar to like lucy hale in fantasy island how we were like I can't picture her being like mean and crazy. A hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he just didn't suit that role. And especially when they were on the rooftop, I feel like when he was like stabbing her in the face and like just weird, just the various things he were, he was saying, I was just kind of like, okay, this is like a little bit weird. Like I'm not really falling for this. So Mm -hmm. that was definitely a dislike of mine for sure. And then I guess moving on another thing I didn't like about this movie is that I didn't really see the relevance that much with the whole storyline about pain in the beginning being killed who was the dad's secretary and honestly I was talking to anonymous one about this and she was kind of explaining to me how it kind of just I guess tied into how like Ethan was like a crazy like serial killer type vibe and how that was like his first taste of killing someone which that's what like I got yeah out of it. yeah which I understand but I still don't think it really was that relevant like it was just weird I, they kind of like made it out in the beginning like that was gonna be like some like sort a of like huge tie twist. into the movie like 
yeah. they like they had her like looking on Facebook and like looking at like her memorial and like all this weird stuff and I feel like that was so irrelevant and I feel like they could have maybe brought this Pam character more throughout the movie like imagine if like Pam yeah. was like the mom or like the well, real wife what, or like a mistress exactly or something what I thought crazy it was gonna like be. that I thought it was gonna be like yeah. either like the daughter or like the wife or someone <gasps> yeah. else you know what I mean but it kind of mm-hmm. just like there was like a little bit of like a loose end to that kind of situation and then another thing I'll say that I didn't like about the movie was that I was just honestly a bit confused with some aspects of the murder so again this is kind of like they implied this throughout the movie but I didn't really understand if the parents knew that Ethan murdered Katie or not like his birth mother mm-hmm. because after Anna fainted and the detectives came inside Ethan's parents also came inside right afterwards and I was just a bit confused like they must have been in the house as well because they were there in like two seconds and did they not see Ethan murder Katie or did they just choose to kind of be on his side and protect him and anonymous one was telling me it's probably that it's probably implied that they were obviously just trying to protect Ethan but I feel like I would have liked them to go in depth of this more and like actually showed what happened that night so actually did like maybe Mm -hmm. like a flashback and saw like the whole conversation that happened between Ethan and Katie and maybe just kind of explain like if the parents were there and like what their intentions were and all that kind of stuff I just feel like there were a lot of like missing holes that they didn't really explain so I was kind of a little bit disappointed with that all right so this is anonymous one and for my dislikes honestly very similar to anonymous twos as well so as you know we literally had such high expectations going into this movie and Mm -hmm. i feel like we've been hyping each other up about it for months because it was just such like a hype up and such a build up and i feel like i heard the book is actually supposed to be really good but honestly the movie did not live (gasps) up a book yeah it's based on the book i didn't even know that but literally the movie did not live up to both of our expectations at all not even close it was so bad no offense yeah just a disappointment um, just so disappointed i feel like it's like fantasy island where we, we had such exactly. high expectations and then it just was and like, do you know oh. what i even like fantasy island a bit more because the concept was like a bit <gasps> really? more like oh yeah i guess it was more cool, original a bit more yeah. different i don't know and it and it had some like comedic relief throughout the movie so right. i don't know i just felt like i connected a little bit more mm-hmm. with fantasy island but back to the woman in the window basically for me what i really didn't like i thought that it was there's such a huge build-up and there's so much happening kind of and the end was literally so quickly and just happened in 10 minutes and it was done literally like it happened so quick there was no explanation like i wish they like did a throwback or like a flashback story of like showing how like the parents were there when ethan like killed or not killed but stabbed whatever or like that the dad was like covering up for him like i wish like there was exactly a cool like twisted story like he basically just told her he, he was like, like oh, this is what this. happened and the thing is, it's like obviously you don't <laughs> literally <laughs> and like obviously you don't expect ethan to be like the killer but no. it wasn't like a huge surprise i was like oh that's it like i know you just expect it to be so much more twisted because like her you know like obviously taking medication and then like drinking mm-hmm. and i just thought yeah. that it's gonna be kind of like um the movie fracture or fractured right vibes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. i was like okay it's either like she is imagining it or like she really is in there's like so much more to the story and i was just like i was literally waiting so much more to be like fed like yeah, a crazier yeah. story but what i got fed was like a really big disappointment yeah it was you know? just basic it was it very, was just like, so like it was 
think it was like a cop out very like, like an like, average basic thriller yeah. like nothing crazy and it just yeah. so disappointing because obviously you go into it with very high expectations and i feel mm-hmm. like usually when you do that it's usually a shit movie i anyway. know i know but that's the thing yeah i just feel like there's so much that this movie was actually lacking like and also i found for me that it was a bit hard to connect with the movie i don't know why which is the characters agreed, like agreed. something about it either i just couldn't believe or just couldn't like see see it really happen like just something yeah. about it was yeah. off and honestly like amy adams's acting was obviously really good but other than that i just don't really know how i felt. oh julian moore's obviously amazing but yeah. other than that but she was also in it for like two seconds and i wish that's she was what, in it more that's what yeah. me and anonymous yeah. too were saying it's like we literally wish we saw her character like develop more like almost maybe similar to like gone girl yeah. how she like was like exactly. dead but like maybe there's like more like flashbacks yeah. of her or something to show her in the plot still because she was such like a cool interesting yeah. character and, and she's such a big actress like why are you only gonna have her in for 10 minutes like, that's what i mean it literally was at the beginning and then she was gone and it's like Agreed. i would have liked to see like her flashback of like when she Same. left him as a baby or like exactly. something like that stuff like that like just something i agree i totally agree and also the other thing is i literally guessed her family was dead i mm. literally guessed it right before they announced it i was like i feel like her family is like not actually alive and they literally said oh your family's dead and <sighs> i was right <laughs> right on cue <laughs> right there so yeah i don't know just the movie honestly like the execution i think is where it lacked a, it lacked mm-hmm. a lot the whole setting was like pretty creepy pretty like different yeah, yeah, but yeah. i feel like it was almost like a cheaper version of like disturbia slash rear window for anybody Agreed. who's seen that yeah. and just like kind of like a bit more poorly made so yeah oh, it actually did give me disturbia vibes how it, she a like bit, right? the neighbors. Yeah. yeah something just went wrong in there and mm-hmm. it didn't really pan out the way we thought it would i feel you for sure Anyways, now we're going to be moving on to our rating section where we rate the movie out of 10. So I guess I'll start things off by also just disclaiming this movie was rated 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I feel like, I don't know, like I... I'd give it maybe a 40 if I was Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I feel that for sure. Like, maybe a little bit harsh, but definitely, like, kind of somewhere in kind those lines. Kind of makes lines. sense, though, yeah. I could, you know what? I could definitely see why, like, a professional movie critique oh, yeah, 100%. channel would rate it that. Like, I think yeah, it's fair. For sure. I think it's of, so fair. In terms of them being like, professional. But I guess for my individual rating from Me Anonymous 2, I would say that this is pretty almost generous, I feel like. But I would say that I give this movie a 6 out of 10, Mm -hmm. which is so sad because my original rating I thought was going to be at least a 9 out of 10. So that's a little bit of a disappointment. But honestly, like we said, I feel like there was just so much hype surrounding this movie. And we were so excited to review it, which like we said, Mm -hmm. sometimes that doesn't always pan out the way we think it's going to. Exactly. Um, but you know, I still think it's a it's a decent movie with a unique plot. And I like how Amy Adams' character was so determined to get to the bottom of the situation and honestly really believed in herself that she knew that something was wrong. Um, yeah. You know, even though she was obviously struggling with her mental health, she knew that she wanted to like figure out this mystery. So I do think that the overall idea of the movie was pretty unique, pretty fun for a thriller movie. But like I said, overall, I definitely just feel like it wasn't as good as, as I was expecting it to be honestly i think the twist at the end was almost like anonymous once said it was a little bit rushed like i honestly wish we knew a little bit more about katie's past and like kind of like more of a backstory about ethan's childhood maybe and Mm -hmm. why he was so affected by his mom leaving and kind of how that led him to become this like crazy serial murderer guy and also i guess just as an example i think anonymous one already mentioned this but i just felt like there could have been more flashbacks to the actual Mm -hmm. night of the event 
and where Ethan killed Katie and that we could actually see that interaction. Like, yeah, I wish I we saw that. how, like, Katie came that night, like, what she said to Ethan to, like, you know, flip his switch and, like, maybe it was already planned. Like, maybe he knew he was going to do that. But I wish we saw that actual interaction because I feel like that was such a crucial part of the movie that I we know. just were missing. I feel like it was, like, a missing puzzle piece. Agreed. And it just really disappointed me. And I guess just to kind of, like, end things off, I also just feel like, like we said before, the ending was honestly kind of anticlimactic. I feel so like, true. You know, like, I just feel like Ethan's acting wasn't that great once he was revealed that he was, like, evil. No. And I just feel like there could have just been so much more done. Like, I just exactly. feel like the story gave them so much creative I feel out, that. like, such a creative outlet for them yep. to do something really yep. cool and, like, yep. fun and new. And twisted. Exactly. But I feel yeah. like they kind of just rushed this movie a little bit. They just made it know. so basic. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess that just, like, kind of sums up my rating. And I definitely do stick by a 6 out of 10. Even, like mm -hmm. I said, that's almost a little bit too generous. And in terms of recommendation, like, I don't think I would recommend this movie necessarily. Like, honestly, maybe to someone that's just starting out in the genre, it's not very scary. So it might be good for you if you yeah. want something that's not, like, super scary and that has a plot that you can kind of easily understand. Mm -hmm. But in terms of someone that actually, like, watched thriller movies a lot and horror movies and things like that, I don't think I would put this on my recommendation list. Yeah, me neither. So what about you, Anonymous One? All right, so for me, I honestly think I'm going to give this movie a 5 out of 10. I was kind of thinking about maybe a 6, but the more I thought about yeah. it, the more I was like, honestly. You're like, nah. I was like, nah, honestly not. Nah. Because literally, as soon as I, like, turned it off, like, stopped, like, finished watching it, I feel like I don't even remember what actually happened. Like, it's just so not engraved in my brain. Like, yeah. the movie we recently reviewed called Invisible Guest, which is such an amazing thriller, I spent, like, a solid, like, 30 minutes, like, thinking about it and being like, Same. damn, like, all the little Literally details same. and stuff. And this one, I was kind of like, oh, and that's I it. just kind of got over it. I was like, eh, okay, exactly. cool. But I also didn't really like the scene where Amy Adams got stabbed in the face. Like, I thought the CGI was so cheesy and just weird and, like, really not believable at all. Like, maybe he could have stabbed her in, like, the stomach or something. I don't know. It was just such a weird scene. And like we said, the movie felt really, really rushed at the end. And honestly, I feel like at some points, it was almost a bit slow, too. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was, like, weird. It was, like, a lot was happening but also it was slow at the same time like yeah. it's hard to describe yeah. but however though like i definitely will say like it's a very original different cool plot and you know the fact that she can't go outside it's obviously original because i feel like not necessarily a lot of movies do that and it was interesting to see her being kind of the detective on this case and really piece the puzzles together i feel like the way it was executed just wasn't really it but however though it is pretty great good acting i will say i think amy adams and julian moore did a really good job at acting their role but other than that though i think the execution was really poor and it just mm -hmm. could have been done a lot better yeah so i think overall that's why i'm gonna give this movie a five out of ten so honestly i think it's actually a 0.5 um below fantasy island i think i rated fantasy island a 5.5 oh interesting I yeah think. that makes sense and also as anonymous you mentioned yeah i probably would not recommend this at all because it's just <laughs> it's just like it honestly, just like, didn't live up like it was such a disappointment and it like honestly makes me really sad to say that because i was so I excited for this movie like we thought this movie was gonna be like yeah. it it's gonna be the but you movie. know what i think that's what we were saying before 
and I think that's what we we're saying in the last episode in that for the invisible guest the one that we were recommended that we actually really liked yeah we went into that with no expectations so we were so pleasantly surprised whereas I feel like yeah. in this case honestly maybe going into this movie being so hyped up yeah almost faulted our ratings a little bit because we expected so much and then it just did not meet those expectations agreed I feel like if someone had seen like every thriller movie and just wanted like a basic thriller movie to watch I'd be like oh sure maybe like put this on like yeah. it's just like it's not terrible it's good acting like sure go for it but I wouldn't recommend it if someone wanted an actual like good thriller movie yeah I agree agree for sure All right, so now we're going to be moving on to the personal question of the episode where you ask us a personal question and we make sure to answer it. So today's question is, what's your favorite movie snack? I feel like this is such a good question because it very much relates to our podcast. A hundred percent. And I feel like we'll definitely keep this like short and sweet. I feel like there's yeah. not really much tangent we can go I on agree. like about this topic. But I don't know. For me personally, Anonymous 2, it depends on my mood. But I would definitely say that I am a candy girl. Oh, I need Either candy or ice cream. I feel like I'm either in the mood to like eat a whole pint of ice cream or eat a bag of candy. Although I do like a good bag of chips here and there as well. What about you and I feel one? that honestly for me I'm more of a savory kind of gal yep. so I feel like honestly maybe like pizza or like a burger oh, I feel that. Ooh, or like, yeah. like a glass of wine I don't know <laughs> but like something maybe that's like more savory or maybe yeah. like even chips for sure and yeah. then maybe like a little like fuzzy peaches in there somewhere but something <laughs> just like one. that just just one. just one or two you know just a couple or the bag <laughs> whatever but yeah I feel like something pr- probably something savory for sure anyways and now we're gonna be moving Moving on to our shout out of the episode where we give one of our lucky followers a shout out. So today's shout out goes to romance to fi underscore. Thank you so much for following and supporting us. And as always, we really appreciate it. Now, if you want a shout out in the next episode, make sure you're following us on our Insta. Now that wraps it up for another Thriller Thursday episode. As always, we hope that you all enjoyed. Thank you all so much for listening. And just before we go, like we always say, make sure you're following us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast to ask us a personal question, get a chance to get a shout out, and just to interact with us. And like we always say, if you liked us, if you liked this episode, make sure you leave a review and give us a five-star rating. And also make sure you stay to the very end because our bloopers are literally coming right up. (laughs) You don't want to miss out. And with all of that being said, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time at the movies. Excuse me. I feel like there's always the pre-episode uh, burps, so okay. <laughs> Thursdays are day. Whoa, what? <laughs> I've never even messed that line up. What the fuck? You actually never have. See that probably movie? makes no sense. No, the first part was good, but and I'm gonna go on a run me. tonight. Myself. Oh my god, that's so nice. I actually think I might go on another bike ride. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Fuck. It's hov hov hovering <laughs> i cannot say okay wait hovering okay we're gonna read we say that hovering okay why did i say that so weird uh, manhattan manhattan how do i say wait, it? it is weird manhattan manhattan so anna's trying to dick did you fart yeah <laughs> <laughs> so trying to dig 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 dig
So what about you, Anonymous yeah. too? Or fuck. <laughs> so what about? <laughs>